In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents... Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Not Another True Crime podcast in quotes in quotes in quotes of course always i realize that no one can tell that i did air quotes <laughs> um i'm sarah levine here as always with casey balsham hey guys sorry i pointed to you as you were yawning full on yawn moment casey's <laughs> very excited to be here <laughs> i'm so excited well, i've been i've been on anti-duty with the baby so like i've been just like sleeping in the same bed as my sister and that baby wakes up like at 5 a.m which is not an hour i've ever i've ever seen I've never seen Except it. Except when you've been like got stayed up through the night. Yeah, I've only seen it. I've only seen it on that end, which which even at that point, it's like, am I seeing it? You know, is it right. real? Are I wasn't you sure, conscious, but it's real. like awake? Yeah. You've only seen it in the back of an Uber being like, where where are my eyelashes? <laughs> oh my God, literally. Yeah. Yeah. I've only been like, am I Same. still dressed like Cruella DeVille? Holy shit. <laughs> you know, so, you know. And Danny's here. And Danny, oh, hey sorry. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm here. Uh, folklore's out, guys. Hope we're streaming it. Hope we're crying. That's all I've been doing. And we're feeling it. We <laughs> That's are feeling it. <laughs> That's it. Danny wanted this to be a full-on Taylor Swift episode. Yeah, he was nervous. He was nervous. He might not be able to focus. Well, I hope you guys know. Like, there's like my eye is still jarting at the lyrics, just like decoding them. Because that Swifties are the original. We're well, not the original, but like they're conspiracy theorists in themselves. Oh, for sure. And her whole thing is like dropping Easter eggs. Like her yeah. whole video thing. She like that's her, her Easter like, eggs thing. are like Taylor Swift is about as subtle as like a flashing neon sign. <laughs> She'll write a song called Dear John and be like, ooh, I wonder who this is about and put like full across poems in the in the lyrics. And it's like, all right. But you know what it does make I do feel like BTS fans and Taylor Swift fans can come together to cure COVID. So I am trusting them with that. I feel like that's where the vaccine will eventually come from. That or I think they could come together to like fix the election. I could see that happening for sure. (laughs) <laughs> let's get some, some get some get, get yeah let's get on the ground and do that let's and then a hashtag and then it's immobilize <laughs> yes um so we have a we have a lot of updates i think this is fun i like our little hodgepodge situation that we've got going on now i like it too um, so we have two important updates and one is a case that like depending on how it pans out i think we should maybe cover in an episode right do like a full blown maybe one. in two years when the netflix doc comes out <laughs> yeah. if we're still doing this podcast um but we got sent it a bunch like a lot of we people got sent like, it a bunch this and is I in your like backyard <laughs> it's definitely a big deal like among new yorkers because it happened in the lower east side um but this this tech ceo fahim saleh 
and he was the CEO of Gokata, which is like a Nigerian motorbike ride hailing company. I'm kind of imagining it sort of like the Rebel Scooters, but I guess sort of. I feel Um, that. That makes sense. He was found dead and dismembered in his apartment on July 14th. Um, in the Lower East Side. His apartment, fun fact, was $2.2 million. So, wow. Um, and and serious, wow. this was serious, like, don't fuck with cats vibes. Yeah, it, well, I remember so this. so similar. Yeah, I remember waking up and seeing this headline and being like, wait, what happened? Like, yeah. like right. this, is, this, is another, yeah, this is another avenue happening, yeah. So upsetting. His assistant, Tyrese Haspel, was allegedly seen in surveillance footage buying an electric saw and cleaning supplies, which were then found near the body. And then wasn't he also seen like following him into the building? Yeah, he was seen on the surveillance camera uh, going into the building and then sneaking out another entrance because uh, uh, Fahim's sister was coming over to his apartment. Yeah, so um, authorities have said the the reason basically was that uh, the assistant had embezzled $100,000 from the company and was on a repayment plan to return the money. I guess he just didn't want to pay it back anymore. Not sure. He has pled, he's pleaded not guilty, of course. Mm. Um, And, and basically we'll just kind of keep an eye on this situation that is developing. um, Yeah. Very sad, very, very gruesome and scary. So terrifying. And what's so creepy too, is that they even saw the assistant using his uh, Fahim's credit cards after he was dead to like buy balloons and buy things like that. So it's re- it's also a the paper trail is really stacking against the assistant, and b it's just so oof, it, it's one of those ones that, like crawls on you because it's someone that he trusted, and then also in his apartment, it's very weird. And it seems like you know he was going to kind of forgive him for embezzle. He was like, listen, like if times are tough, like we'll figure this out. Like it seemed like he was going to kind of, you know work with him on it but also like balloons is just such an odd choice it's like it's like oh i just cut off some legs i guess i'll go to my niece's birthday party like what i i'm just unaware of why on earth what situation would you feel comfortable going to in which balloons were required i also didn't know people still got balloons i thought those kind of like came and went because they're not fun they're not easy to carry so that's gonna just be a breaker for me well, you know, it seems like the only balloons people get now are just giant letters or the giant numbers, which I like. Those are fun. Although they never do what you want them to do. Like, have you ever had them at a party? You're like, what does that say? And it's always, Wait, it's always. what number and is I that? it around and what is that all in, in the wrong order. Totally. Yeah, the, the three is always a B, yeah. Yeah, what does That's that say? True. Three I, E-I? What is that? Yeah, like truly, like at every baby shower, I'm like, I mean, you could have just, you didn't. We didn't. No one needed it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye, and you guys keep sending us updates on that. Um, and, of course, we have another little update for you. Um, this, obviously, is also still developing, but I just read in something that uh, our, our girl, Britney Spears, you know, she was supposed to have a hearing on July 22nd. So this was where we were confused. I think the hearing was on July 22nd, but then the decision is made on August 22nd, right? Mm-hmm. Something like yes. that. So there's about a month, so they were going to hear stuff from people in her I life. Think it was it was basically that um, her, like, at, at whatever the last trial was, they had said this this version of the conservatorship can go up to August 22nd. So we just kind of assumed that was when they would have the trial the um, or the hearing. Um, but I guess they had it a month in advance, but 
yeah. I think this was just like, yeah, I think it's just the evaluation because there were things that said July 22nd and August 22nd. Yeah. So, but I know that uh, July 22nd, they were supposed to do, the judge and people were supposed to do a Zoom call and it was crashed by, I think, some free Britney people. And so the judge asked them to get off the call and blah, 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 blah. And essentially people would not do that. So it was postponed. Um, I don't know how, how was it? Because that's you're like, if you really want to help Brittany, then you shouldn't sabotage her court hearing. Yeah. And also and like, is, wasn't it password protected? Like, I don't know how they got in this far. You'd think it would. Yeah. This is just something that I saw on one sure thing, but obviously we haven't, yeah, we haven't seen any updates on it. Although her brother, Brian, who has been like Brian with a Y, by the way, he has been, uh, I, I feel like it makes a difference. Um, he, it really does. It really does. Yeah, I mean, it if you know, if, everything. If you know a Brian with an I and you know a Brian with a Y, you know they're different. <laughs> you fucking you know it. it. So, um, so her brother, who like really has not spoken out much, um, but I think she's pretty close with her brother. I think he speaks with her a decent amount. Um, but he basically, he went on a podcast called As Not Seen on TV. And uh, he kind of actually, he, he spoke out about it. He said that she's kind of always wanted to get out of it. And that it's very frustrating to have. Um, and he also, there is kind of something that he said that is leading people to believe that maybe some restrictions have been lifted because he said something along the lines of, it's going to be a, an adjustment for sure. Because, you know, under the conservatorship, Brittany's not allowed to drive. And her brother made comments about what a bad driver she is and how that's going to be a whole new, like, he's like, seriously, oh. she's a terrible driver. So if she starts doing that, like, so doing that again would be a thing. And then Danny, you said that he, the part that you read also that he, they don't see the kids much. Yeah. They said that they, uh, it was more so when she was doing the Vegas residency. And I wonder mm-hmm. if this is why she kept on wanting to do Vegas residencies. I mean, I'm sure they pushed her to do them, but I guess that's where K-Fed, Kevin Federline is based out of. And since he has the majority custody of the kids, they would be able to see them more when they were in Vegas and she was working. So I don't know if it was a thing like, oh, that's like a benefit of her doing her job or just because of that. Right. But now with them, I mean, A, lockdown with pandemic, uh, but B, just like with that not happening, they're really not seeing the kids as much, which is a bummer for her because I mean, like, she loves those boys. So wait, let's see. This says, Vulture said the latest meeting scheduled for this week did not occur because people not legally involved in Britney's conservatorship stayed on the Zoom call for over two hours. Ah, yeah. Come on, yeah. people. Um, leading the judge to postpone the hearing. As such, Britney will remain in her conservatorship for the foreseeable future. That was up 12 hours ago per Vul- Vulture. So protesters crashed. Yeah. Postponed due, due to Zoom bombing. Yeah, you're right. Like, what the hell? I know that's a really st- yeah. Like, you know, do we know when the new hearing is? Um, it's not saying it here, and I'm sure smart, that they're not going to be. Yeah, they wouldn't post it because clearly, it. yeah. Um, in a rare interview, yeah, and then then and then her brother did it, but no, I don't think we have an update as to what's going to happen. Um, yeah, that is so frustrating. I have a friend also, because you know how she's also been going on being like, okay, guys, I've read your comments. My favorite movie is blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we're like, Winnie, come on. So somebody, one of my friends is posting that she's like, I read every single comment. Nobody asked that. But she did say something like along the lines of like, it's frozen because the girl s- escapes to a castle because she just can't deal. Hi, <laughs> Brittany. I'm so ah, sorry. That's so I'm so wild. sorry. It, it, it is kind of funny because I remember when I, when I, when I, it was like two days ago when she posted like <laughs> to answer your, to answer your questions. I was like, Brittany's breaking 
the fourth wall. Like we're seeing about the conservatorship. And then yeah. the questions is just like, what's my favorite takeout? I'm like, okay, right. Brittany's doing an us and then it was like, right now. So Truly. my skincare routine, a lot of you guys have been asking and we're like, no, just tell us if you're trapped. Tell us, <laughs> just tell us if you just, need us to save you. Yeah. Just scream. Um, I really that, yeah, I know. I don't want that to become an unsolved mystery that we end up seeing. I know. Netflix, you know. I know. I know. So we'll obviously keep posted on that as well. I know we all, <laughs> I mean, I think we're all invested in our girl Brit. So I'm invested. I want <laughs> to for her, but I also don't know what that is. I know. I know. Well, it's a hard thing too. Cause it just, it tickles so many of our fascination points. Cause it's like a celebrity, a celebrity from our youth. Crime yeah. is involved. Like Mystique it's is also involved. Like, like, yeah. She just doesn't seem like herself. And like, it's just, it's like, I don't even know who Brittany is anymore. Well, I don't know what herself is. Casey's <laughs> like, no, I know my girl. Yeah. Uh, listen, because I, I told you, it's because of my deep in- obsession with NSYNC, I, I therefore had to have a love-hate relationship with her. So, like, I taped, mm-hmm. I have so many things that I used to tape of them. And so I feel like, I feel like she was something, I'm telling you, even just watching a little bit of that on the record, you just see mm-hmm. that she was like, she's all there. She's very, poly- like, she has thoughts, she has opinions. She's like, she's very cognitive of stuff it's like a little bit wild then to see what's to I see know. now so are you and jessica Biel on good terms with her with <laughs> <Jessica>? <laughs> I mean, listen i i had already i had grown out of my uh, out of my timberlake face i think when he went solo and then he got a little cocky and then he kind of grew out of like like the boyish looks but basically when they get older i don't like him and i know that's good that's- <laughs> yeah yikes I can't wait for me and Kate and for me and Sarah to be witnesses saying, on a trial in 10 years. You just lamed us. No, 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 no. I just don't like to grow with them. You know, like after right. Justin, then I was just like, you know who else is cute? Shia LaBeouf. You know who else is cute? Zach Efron. I just I like pop stars. I, oh, I used to think he was so cute. Nah. Do you see the picture of him jogging in underwear? A choice. <laughs> I mean, no, but that's see, like there's me working out of my apartment without AC. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Truly, truly. But I mean, you, nobody can deny that Zac Efron is a stone cold babe. Yeah, that's he's a, hot. <laughs> I, I think that's his age. He's a babe. Based on unsolved yeah. mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> is this guy blue? What he lacks in totally acting or singing yeah. ability. But you know what? No, here, here's the thing too. I think also, you know, when I was, I was attracted to different people when I was, so I liked Justin when I was like in high school and we were both of the yeah. same age. And then, you know, as I grew up, I was like, I'm not as attracted to him anymore, but I really thought we, we had a chance. You know, never say never. <laughs> as, as people do. I when really I thought away. I was like, yeah, I re- like, I would listen. I, it was, I'm not even going to go into the level of like, Senorita girl, I know his, yeah. I knew his favorite songs. I knew his, you know, I, I was on chat rooms where I knew where they were. Yeah, no, 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 I was pretty, it was like one summer of my life where my parents were like, should we get her out of the AOL chat rooms? Where I was like, <laughs> are they buying cereal in North Carolina? What kind? Oh my I God. mean, I, I ate exclusively uh, Captain Crunch because that was his favorite cereal. Do you know how hard it is to eat Captain Crunch? It hurts your mouth. I was going to say, you have no teeth left because of that. Yeah. It's, it just, it skins the roof of your mouth, but it was Justin's oh. favorite cereal. So I was like, I will learn to like it. Also, I feel like that was probably secretly like a brand deal he had with them and it wasn't actually his favorite cereal. <laughs> oh yeah. Like a very early brand deal. Like anyway, saying like yeah, this. Yeah. They paid him. So um, glad I grew out of that yeah. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. So, but I haven't watched the Zac Efron Netflix doc yet because I don't totally care about it. I don't uh, care at all. Same. What, Same. what we all did watch, but we watched some of it. We're not done with all the episodes. Unsolved Mysteries. The yeah. re, it's the revival of it. I kind of want to go back and watch the older ones. I never did, but apparently it was kind of corny. Yeah, they were corny, but they were also like scary. Like I remember watching them as like kids on like like a, as a kid on like sleepovers, kind of being like, Ugh. like because they are. It's it's just very like okay, someone got murdered and that person's still out there, and well, they always I, showed like a car driving at night in the dark, and you're like, Ugh, well, that's us. kind of the thing where you just like end it either you you end it angry and scared because nothing is solved, of course. But the reason we're going to be talking about this uh, case, this uh, particular episode is because they're trying now to maybe solve it officially. So of course we're talking about- And it doesn't even seem that big of a mystery. No. (laughs) Seems very much all the dots are connected. Yeah, so of course we're talking about uh, Alonzo Brooks. So that was episode four on uh, Unsolved Mysteries. I want to say the name- No Ride Home. No Ride Home, yes. So uh, the details of it will kind of sum up for you guys in case you haven't watched it yet, but I feel like everyone has already messaged us that (laughs) they have watched these. So um, Alonzo Brooks was a 23-year-old who lived in Topeka, Kansas, uh, who ended up going missing after attending a party in La, La Cienga, Kansas, right? No, I think it's Lacine. Lacine? Okay, well, here's my thing. <laughs> that will get into that. That'll so be Danny my... didn't watch Unsolved Mysteries because he doesn't know how they pronounced it. Well, because I remember, why, well, no, because my main thing, I was like, why did they drive an hour for a party? Because then we'll get- Right, cause right. Cause I don't even Kansas. take the subway an hour for a party, <laughs> and I can do that drunk. When I wake up in the middle of the night and have to pee, the bathroom is too far away. I just sit in pain. I'm like, I'm not doing that. But I feel that. Oh. Yeah, right? I feel that. I'm like, I have to open two different doors. I'm going to just much. try to sleep. Love uh, is but it open door frozen. Love is it ever. But it's spelled L-A-C-Y-G-N-E, which would lead someone to, to say Lasigne. But, but, but they yeah. said Lasigne. I mean, that's just Kansas being like, I mean, should we just throw a couple of letters in there? That's Kansas saying no Y's a vowel. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. Y. Yeah, sometimes Y and W. So uh, his case went cl- uh, cold and closed uh, after he went missing in 2004, but it was heavily highlighted in this episode, of course. So what kind of happened is no one knew what happened to Alonzo Brooks, but I feel like everybody watching it can really connect the dots. We'll get into it. So on April 3rd, 2004, 
he and some of his friends went to a party uh, in La Cine, uh, which was over an hour away from Topeka. I mean, truly, the even, and also it's an interesting thing too. I mean, I guess this is just the geographical layout of Kansas. When they were, when they showed on the map, I was like, oh, it's truly just a desolate drive from A to B. Like they were nothing in between. Yep. Uh, they said, and also they were kind of talking about hyping up so much how he was in such a good mood when he went to the party. Like kind of, he walked in with a case of beer and was like, hey, who wants a beer? Like very like, kind of like being like the life of the party, having a fun time. And it's inter- it's important to note, they didn't know a ton of the people at the party. It was sort of just like one of those parties you hear and just show up to. I mean, why they went there and how they found out about it was still not really answered in the Netflix doc. I feel yeah. like they all were just kind of beating around the bush, whether it's because they didn't think about it too deeply, they didn't remember or something more more sinister. It was just kind of like, yeah, so we don't know how we ended up here, but we did. Yeah, and what is uh, the important part of the party is that it was sort of just your standard party until uh, they started to recount that a lot of racial slurs were being thrown at Alonzo Brooks. And um, his friends uh, even noted that he was the only black person at the party and talked about how there were a lot of cowboys there, which I'm just assuming is means racist. Like it, it was, he talked uh, about a lot of like, like it, I was like thrown off when they were like, oh, you know, it was like the cowboy kind of people. I'm like, what the fuck does that's that? That's weird. I also read from like news reports at the time from local outlets that he was maybe one of three black people there. But either way, it was very much not a uh, diverse, diverse crowd. Crowd, yeah. Um, and as the party continues, this is the part that I got so pissed off about. And I feel like y'all agree with me or someone listening agrees with me. His friends started to dissipate and like go out to get cigarettes and kind of leave and dip and left him at the party, which my major PSA is uh, just like, um, when you go with someone, you take them back. Like, you know what I mean? Especially, and especially when you're an hour away from your home with no way home and people are saying racist remarks to your friend at the party. But I will say, though, if you, you know, watching it, the one guy, I had such anxiety about the guy getting lost in the middle of a field. Mm. So his one friend that drove with him, he was going to go buy cigarettes or whatever and went the wrong way and then was just literally driving nowhere for 30 minutes and then had to go back. Like that, like that, I get that would be like hard because that was he wasn't intending to leave him like that part. I get that was that. Okay, so according to, like, a news report I read from Gardner News, which is, like, some local outlet, I think in Kansas, um, they, so one friend first was like, hey, I'm leaving, do you want to, like, let's go home, and Alonzo was like, no, I want to stay. Yeah. He was like, all right, there's still the one other guy who can take you home. So then the other guy who goes out to get cigarettes and either, like, gets in an accident or gets his truck. got lost. Lost. He got lost. He should have known that it's like, who else is really there? I think he claimed yeah. that there was another friend there, but that he friend like the wasn't other guy. the Netflix yeah. doc. And yeah. also, he had to, like, if he had to drive out of the way, wouldn't he have to return back in the general direction of the party? That's the thing I was wondering. And I mean, because I know I was on the Reddit thread for this one and people were saying, because like my first thing, I was like, 30 minutes for a pack of cigarettes seems kind of, insane and if you've been partying why are you going to drive for cigarettes whatever i guess that's the they're like problem. in the middle of nowhere you well, know and that's what, what people I are saying it's a very different life than any of us have ever yeah been they were saying that like it's 
actually plausible for like a drunk 20 year old to drive 40 minutes for a pack of cigarettes in the middle yeah. of because all the roads are probably just like an empty straight line yeah i mean that's but, what yeah like in the middle of like forest see i i he said that he he said that he called the other friend and was like oh tell alonzo like can you give him a ride home and, and the friend says that he heard him talking shit in the background but like this is where i i don't find it that sketchy i don't because I, I mean, I've been drunk at parties and told my friends like, go. And sometimes they've left and sometimes they've like gone and then come back and been like, wait, no. Like, and I've been yeah, like, oh, but have right. you been an hour away in bumfuck yes. nowhere when they've left you? I mean, not bumfuck nowhere, I but say, I've you been need like friends. in. No, but I, but here's the thing She's though. Like, 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 it's not necessarily, well, it's not necessarily their fault either. It could just me being like, you know, I mean, we've all been drunk and we know when you're like, no, go, go. Like, you know what I mean? Like at a certain point you just go, fuck it. Like, mm-hmm. the, I mean, I know like an hour with like, this is different. Like uh, and now we have ways home. There's Uber and stuff like that. But I don't find it that strange that he was partying and like wanted to stay and all no. that stuff. And that I there was the like a confusion of that the random. one last guy acts, the one last guy that was going to give him a ride home left without that kind of connection being made. I just don't think it's that sketchy. For I his friends. It, I don't think his friends are sketchy. I think it's bad. I know. Well, I know. It's interesting. The one guy who, who let him stay, that's pretty normal. I feel like that's honestly happens all the time and like par for the course. And even if you think your friend should leave, you can't. If, if they're an adult, especially as like a 23-year-old, you're not going to insist. You're going to be like, all right, they know what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. I know. It, I think it, it is probably one of those things where like, in hindsight, I'm judging them, but I don't know if I was in their situation, what I would have done type of thing, I guess. For sure. I also think that like, let's also, and this is just playing devil's advocate, let's also just remember who we were when we were like that young. Like I was not, like I think we were all not as good of people as we would be now. Like I would never leave a friend now, but if I was 20, it was like, I'm going home and somebody was like, I'm gonna stay and make out with this guy. I'd be like, bye. You know, like, I mean, like, I think that there are, I think yeah. I think that we were, we all change. And I think that, I really don't think that there was shadiness in his friends. I think it was drunk young people. And, and, you know, as we know, there's like, he possibly was making out with a girl. He could have like, we don't know if like somebody from the party said, Oh, I can give you a ride home. But like, we don't know if he checked, we don't know anything, but I, I just don't think it's that sketchy. I don't think his friends left him on purpose. I think it was just like, I'm going home. I'm going to get drunk. Oh shit. I didn't see him before I left. Was I supposed to take mm-hmm. him home? He seemed like he was having a good time. Like, I just don't see m- malice in his friend. I'm not saying it's there. malice, but I feel like yeah. the story given is a little... It's a little... Well, because it's a hard thing, too, where I feel like it's part of the course of an unsolved mystery, probably, because you're like, why isn't... Why aren't these dots connecting? I need this, like, in a bow to, like... I need right. clarity. And, I like, mean, either not... way, I don't think that the friends are responsible. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, so... What but... I don't think they are, yeah. yeah no, I, I think that they were just all dumb drunk kids that were just kind of like thinking yeah i don't think that they were maybe just themselves yeah Yeah. worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they're milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollars per order additional terms apply so of course, yeah. if you guys didn't connect the dots, like the next day, yeah, it was found out that he never made his way back home. Uh, so then the investigation starts, and no one—but this is what's—no so, one in the party 
apparently on the reports was getting gave a ton of information about what was happening. People were just sort of like, oh, you know, like, oh, weird, weird. But then it started to kind of come out, like Casey was saying, he was making out with a girl. And then he did have an altercation, one of his friends said, with one person in particular. And you kind of, then I, my brain kind of turns, I'm like, oh, did the guy like the girl? Was like, feel protective of her type of situation. We're not getting answers from that yet. uh, But many people, like his mom, even was saying that she believed it was a pointed racist hate crime because like the friends were describing, it was a predominantly white party with a lot of quote unquote cowboys. People were making racist remarks to him. So it kind of, it's not outlandish to jump to the idea of it being a pointed uh, racist crime, uh, even if it's not anybody that was at the party, just in this town itself, if that was kind of the energy or the uh, mentality of the town, you can kind of see how that could connect. Yeah, because uh, they, yeah. they did feel like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that- some, some weird shit going on in the town. Yeah, and that was even uh, also uh, followed up, reported with the article that Sarah found too, that uh, the person was challenging him to a fight and someone apparently had a shotgun at the party too, which I mean, like, again, I don't, (laughs) I know so little about Kansas. I don't know if those are just part of the course, but I'm going to assume that's an interesting situation to happen. Yeah, Uh, and then his one friend, the friend who had initially left first, said that um, he had spoken to people who who said, sorry, it's a little convoluted, but that's what happened, that they last saw Alonzo sprinting away from the party at about 4 a.m. Um, it's a little bit, like, convoluted, but that's what was uh, reported in Gardner News. And I thought, did you guys think it was interesting? Because they, uh, well, the family wanted to help look for the son, but the police department, I mean, I guess it's kind of like, because you don't want, like, 800 people looking for someone at once when it's, like, an investigation. They're sort of like, oh, no, we can take care of it. They found nothing. They didn't listen to any of the, like, not tips, because, I mean, no one really knew anything about the suggestions that the family had, uh, so much so that they ended up passing it to the KBI, which is, I like it. I guess it's, like, the FBI's little, uh, you know, southern sister, the Kansas Borough of Investigation. Yeah, I think every most, like, states have their own, own little agency like that. Like, Georgia has the GBI, and California has CBI, I'm pretty sure. KBI. I hope no one has UTIs listening. That's all I can I think. Or maybe if that's not what the California one is called, I think it's something similar. But anyway, no UTIs that we know of. <laughs> yeah, okay, fingers crossed. Uh, but oh, after a while, so no one was able to locate him until for about a month. So then uh, his body was discovered after family and friends were able to uh, join the search. So then on May 1st, 2004. I mean, they kind of went rogue is the thing. Like yeah. they were, they were not getting any answers from the police department. They were basically like, we're on it. Stop bothering us. But they clearly weren't doing anything. So the family pretty much just decided to do their own thing. And shockingly, they found Alonzo, like not very long after they started. To right. Look. Cause that's right. The thing. it wasn't like he was in some like, like secluded unknown spot that would be so outlandish to search for for him like he was very much in a spot that they even i remember one of the people saying like this is an area that we knew to look in to yeah well and then that one guy was claiming he's like he's like we we looked here he's like so he's like i mean we would have been able to find him but it's like okay well but you didn't so yeah Uh, what did you do so um his body ended up being found in a creek that was near the house that threw the party uh, the examination by Eric Mitchell, uh, who we're going to get into, the postmortem examiner, uh, indicated that the Brooks had no broken bones, no signs of blunt force trauma or injury, nor any biological signs of drowning in the lungs, but just kind of had maggots around his neck 
And yeah, it's a time. Yeah, they said he like wasn't bloated. Like he was found by the creek, but like nothing in his body indicated that he had ever been in water. And like that that's the Well, it was so weird because the family was like he looked he looked completely like normal, more or less. Yeah. Um, and also his mom had said he had like papers and they were fine. Cash from his, in his pocket yeah. that all of his stuff was fine that were intact. Yep. But then the but then on the same same vein in the same documentary, the medical examiner was like, "Oh yeah, he was he was totally in the water for thirty days, and like nothing just added up. It was very strange." Yeah, and yeah. um, uh, Sarah, do you want to get into why it's kind of interesting, like a little backstory on this medical examiner that makes us kind of eye roll? Yeah. So here's the thing about the medical <laughs> examiner. Um, this guy Eric Mitchell, he was in the documentary. He was the medical examiner in this case, or the coroner. That's and a, yeah. He was the medical examiner in Onondaga County, which is in upstate New York in the early 90s. And in 1993, he got in trouble. Um, there was a prosecutor's investigation that found he routinely removed organs from corpses without consent. He improperly <sighs> stored skeletons and body parts. Also, while he was the ME, a, convic- a convicted pedophile got into the ME's office and took photos of himself with a corpse. Um, morgue employees also took pictures of themselves posing with a with other uh victims um so because of this i mean he maintained his innocence and whatever um he resigned and left in 1994 um after being the me for 10 years he upon his resignation admitted no wrongdoing um but this this kind of all happened while he was there super sketch yikes Uh, it's one of those things too that it's interesting how many like what jobs are different like how can you have all of that happen and like not lose your license or still work in the industry that you're working in right because because he didn't go through like to a trial they were they just allowed him to resign so then um he also later worked as the douglas county coroner for over 20 years and also in wisconsin um also as a sidebar but i just thought it was interesting um his misconduct eventually helped contribute to um a man in Syracuse, Hector Rivas, winning an appeal in the accused killing of a 28-year-old Valerie Hill in 1987. Um, and it, it was a whole perfect storm of, of terrible people who failed him. Like, his attorney was uh, not, like, not legit at all. Um, there was exculpatory evidence that came out at the end of the trial, but it still took until 2015 to reverse the verdict. Um, Mitchell's uh, misconduct also factored into this, like, again, perfect storm of, of this guy completely not getting a fair trial at all. Um, and, and just to close out my fun sidebar here, sorry, guys. Um, oh, I love he it. actually died awaiting a retrial. So basically now his estate is suing Onondaga County and claiming that the DA purposely dragged out the retrial until he died. So sucks. Well, they said also, like, his care, because he had cancer, and they said, like, the care that he received in there was also, like, really shitty, but... Yeah, that was part of it. Yeah, but he died a free man. $200,000 cash bail while awaiting his retrial, so he tragically died in prison while awaiting retrial for a crime that he probably didn't commit. Uh, I think, think according to the law now, they say he's, like, innocent. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I think it says, like, technically, by the law, he died a free man. Well, right. that's yeah, but uh, could have been a Sucks, lot smaller. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, so that's just a sidebar about this Emmy and uh, 
how much weight we should put into what he said. Right. And that's also just a little tidbit about the cash bail system, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So back to Alonzo, I mean, a good thing is, uh, you know, because this case was so weird and they couldn't find anything that showed that he was like, you know, there was no real physical things. They couldn't figure out the time of death. They couldn't figure out how he died. They couldn't figure out any yeah. of this stuff. They essentially sent a letter to the family in 2019 that was like, we're closing this. We don't think he was the victim of a case. Uh, we don't think really, we think it's just, he died. Like, cause remember they kept claiming that he just that ran didn't... away without his yeah. shoes and all yeah. this weird stuff. Like yeah, but he... they kept, they he just had blamed him the entire time. Yeah, he had an ankle injury, and they just kept being like, "No, he he just ran home." And like, this is what this is one of the things that like pisses me off when you watch these things is that like, you know, people know their kids. Like, you know, and that's what like they would say like moms with babies. Like, even if it's like just a cry or something, like the moms can hear the like smallest inch. Like, I know my kid, and I know that there's something wrong. And I feel mm-hmm. like people never listen to that. Like, do- like doctors and and invest like all these people like kind of always. Like they always think they know better when it's like, hey, no. Like, have you guys ever gotten your blood drawn? Oh yeah, obviously, no. right? Every single time I tell them it's my left arm. Every single time I go, this is the one, and every single time they try the right arm and poke me and get nothing, and then yeah, move. that every happens to me. Time. Except with and my they, hand because my veins are too I, small, and they never believe me. But but it's, that's what I'm saying. Like it's like I know that you're the professional, but I do know myself, and I do know the things attached to me. You know. Go ahead, Danny. What oh, and I was saying? gonna say, and also it, what, how the police handled this case, and I'm sure you guys would agree too, reminded me a lot of when we were doing the white missing white woman syndrome episode, where yeah, it's sort yeah, of yeah. like, oh, because this was just like a 23 year old black man at a party, no one is really reporting about it. The police aren't like sending out flare guns or getting like the town involved. They're sort of just like, oh, yeah. we'll we'll check it, we'll we'll investigate. Well, well like, it, I actually think that this is a lot hours. more sinister than than missing white woman syndrome and like a lack of exposure. Um, so that's like my personal take. Well, Cause there was like that whole thing in the doc. Well, cause they, I mean, apparently they did, they interviewed people. They put a bunch of people to through a yeah, lot of the five test, people, except I think for, at least Yeah. Except for, yeah. Yeah. Some people refused. They got, they lawyered up or whatever. But what was wild to me is how many theories there were. And there were people within the town being like, Oh, I know a guy like, how could you not follow up? Like, on that stuff. Like these people being like, there's a freezer. We know whose freezer it is, blah, 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 blah. They were waiting yeah. until the cops stopped. Like, like there was like all this shit that the cops were just not taking seriously. And especially when his mother, when they were like, he's probably walking around and his friend was like without his shoes. And then his mother being like, I know my son, he comes home. And then every single person in his family being like, he doesn't stay. So for them to just like dismiss it, I just think it's like, it's so like, I just think so many things can be preventable and I get it. I, I know that they can't like jump on everybody saying, you know, whatever, but it's like, just take, I just wish things were taken more seriously when they happened, you know, mm-hmm. like that yeah. possibly, or, you know, in this case, like I you personally said, could be more think sinister, that like was, they maybe just didn't care. Yeah, I think they didn't, I think they actively didn't want to solve it. Cause they don't want to, they, or they knew what happened and something like that. And they just didn't want to connect yeah. the dots. Um, I can discuss my vague theory at the end. Okay. Okay. Perfect. I would say, all yeah. Right. Also like small town, Kansas. I'm sure that they're all connected. Like yeah. it's like, Oh, Lori's boy was at that party. Don't talk to, you know, something we like, you know, how small town. Yeah. Shows, like, and like, if you anyway. guys listen to the up and vanished podcast, did you listen to that one? I didn't. It was really good, but it was also about like a small town in Georgia and this like beauty queen aren't missing. There wasn't a race, aspect, oh, but there was this oh, aspect hear of like, it was um, 
a not well-kept secret for years and and there's this mentality of just like people protecting each other um and and stuff like that that's like it kind of is like we're our group we're gonna cover yeah that makes sense yeah and what is interesting, I mean, now, because so uh, like Casey said, they opened it up and the FBI they announced. did. Yeah. So that's one so, good thing that this show is hopefully doing for these cases is. I think they opened it a year ago. Are they, oh, they opened it a year ago. But then um, after it came out, uh, this was like well, the. But they, that, you wanna go? When did they, well, when did they open it? Because I know that in March, March of 2019 is when they said they were closing it. So then they really? opened it a little bit later. Yeah, March because they they got the family got a letter in March of 2019 that said we're closing this case. I or I think that what they wanted to do they Let because me the, because the episode yeah. was coming out because when they were producing it last year I think that's when it, they started to reopen it because of all the oh because the attention and stuff like that, that makes that, sense and, the attention. Yep. and then when it came out when the episode came out came out like this past month that's when more it like was being flooded with theories and ideas. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So when it was more from the people coming forward, being like, oh, this could be an option, something like that. So now it's actually getting the respect, or not even the respect, but the attention it deserves. Yeah, from- yeah, absolutely. And I know that there, there, people are taking it seriously because the FBI did announce that they would offer a $100,000 reward for any party goer with more information. And you'd think that somebody would, co- like, th- well, this something has got to come something has got to come from this 16 years later too i mean it's sort of like whatever yeah. whoever you are yeah. hiding or covering up like what are you trying to like there's nothing to do that now for yeah and obviously those are the questions that kind of like remain unsolved like what was the cause of his death how long had his body been there was somebody or was it somewhere else before it was by the creek where the authorities say that they did look and that they would have seen it yeah, was there a cover-up? Was it racially motivated? There's just like so many things. Um, so the, uh, wait, Mirror is the- Oh, for what uh, it's worth, I think, um, okay. I don't know when Unsolved Mysteries came out, but it looks like in, in June, the FBI reopened it and uh, classified the case as a hate crime. I feel like it came out in June. I think, yeah, I think it, I want to say- yeah. it came out, like, Okay, so maybe it actually was because of the attention the it got from Unsolved Mysteries. Let me add that. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, also, especially, I mean, because like when they, because when Unsolved Mysteries announced like the trailer, I think they announced like what they were going to be the cases they were going to be doing in June, yeah. and it came out early July. And I think because when the trailer came out and they talked about this case they were doing, this is the one that got the most reaction yeah. from the audience. I feel like because it it seems so clearly not a mystery, and it's just like someone knows what happened or a few people and a few, yeah. at least at least one person knows what happened and and somebody needs to say something yeah and it mm-hmm. seems like there's also like other people like professionals that are trying to weigh in as well because they got a tip from an entomologist that said that she was looking at the photos of alonzo's clothing and the maggots that were on the closing clothing and said that you can really tell a story of how long a body's been exposed so maybe we'll get some information with that oh interesting. Um, but obviously you know as this case has been reopened they also uh, exhumed his body to re-examine it to really yeah. check it out because it seems yeah again like it seems like they just kind of poo-pooed it and were like uh, you know, even though the family was like, he looked fine, but just dead. So there's no way that he was right in the water, all this stuff. So, yeah. And from so, what I remember, I did this interview with like a few retired, like NYPD detectives, investigators um, about their like smiley face killer theory. And they said that if someone has been in water for 30 days, like 
their body will be unrecognizable. And yeah, they won't look like they just died yesterday. Well, that's um, even with, unfortunately, when they were talking about Naya Rivera, when they found her that for even from four days, the body was dramatically different. Oh, yeah. I mean, the fact that I mean, I mean, it should the fact that he, his wallet was fine. All his stuff wasn't waterlogged. Because I mean, the mom shows it even 15 years later, it's yeah. still like intact. The fact that none of that stuff was like damaged by water should be the number one thing to be like, he was never yeah. in the water. It was he papers. Was somewhere, it was pa- yeah, it was paper. I don't need paper. to be a, a freaking like Kansas Bureau investigator to I know. know that papers would get like damaged in water if they were there. For we've all had a wallet running to get like a slice of pizza at a place. And then even in the wallet from that five minutes in the rain, your dollars are soaked. So. My phone can't even survive getting dropped in the toilet for one second. I know. And that's as like, long as no it sh- way. should only be in there for one second. Wait, but Sarah, what do you want to, what was your theory that you wanted to touch on? Oh, I mean, it's not even my theory. It's just like, if you guys want more info, um, I would just recommend you go on Unsolved Mysteries on Reddit. Um, and obviously you have to take that with a grain of salt. Cause like, you can't really prove who actually claim who actually grew up in the area who claims to have grown up unless you go through their search history uh, or their post history. But um, basically, the the theory is kind of that there's this predominant family in the town. It's a small town, so like even if you're no one, even if like in real terms you are not anything in a small town, you could have power. So this like, like famous in a small town, yes, yeah, this. Basically, the theory is that these uh, these members of this influential family were involved, mm-hmm. and basically just that their influence runs deep in this town, and so that's why the investigation wasn't taken seriously. That's why people haven't come forward. That's just the theory. And that I mean, I, I'm inclined to believe something like that. I believe that too. And then that also kind of explains because of what we know about the medical examiner now, he doesn't, he's, oh, he strikes me as someone who can be paid off. And I know when I was reading on your, on that, on uh, the Reddit thread too, everyone was saying, how can there be no foul play, but like the neck had such a injury and like wounds that maggots were only around the neck. Well, so it wasn't like the full body decomposing. Cause like that was what really struck out to me. So why I like jumped on there too. I'm like, so something had to have happened, particularly. Yeah. In- I mean, I'm not a doctor. What he had said in the. I am one now. <laughs> right. Danny is one. Um, no, but what he had said in the documentary, which I was like, okay, that seems semi-reasonable was like how he just said, like, he couldn't tell one way or another. So it wasn't like he said he died of natural causes. That would be a super red flag. He just had said basically that from, from the information that he gathered, he could not conclude yeah, he had big like Miss Cleo magic eight ball energy where he's just like, I don't know. Like, and I'm like, I don't, I didn't know that that was like, a, I, 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 you never, I didn't know that was like a answer for that type of job that you could just be like, okay. You know? <laughs> Wait, Sarah, did you ever, cause I know we mentioned that he was yeah getting friendly with a girl and that was one theory too, that some people, yeah, so the, the girl was like, involved in this Did you ever find out her identity on Reddit? Yes, but I'm not going to say because I'm sure okay. that would get me in a whole slew of legal trouble. But was she like interviewed and stuff? That I don't know. So wild. Yeah, because apparently he was like making out and possibly hooking up with a chick. But yeah, again, like we like it's just somebody absolutely knows something. And also like they found his shoes and his hat kind of in separate places. Like were those ever fingerprint? Did they ever... Sh- 
do anything with know. those? Or think, were they yeah, just like, because it was his was friend found- and his friend found them. Like it wasn't yeah. the, like his friend was like, oh, I'm going to go. Like, that's why, like this, this whole thing is so crazy that they're like, we, we found nothing. We don't know anything. When it's like a friend found his shoes and hat and his family found his body. So like, what did they actually do? That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Was it anything? It was general incompetence. I think it was intentional. Purposeful. I think it was what's the what's that subreddit? Oh my god, it's like malicious noncompliance or something like that. Ooh. It's a fun subreddit. But anyway. I also um, was gonna say that could be like a drag name in a sense too. <laughs> like a yeah, fun so I don't know. This yeah. this to me is interesting because I think it it really did remind me a lot of the Up and Vanish podcast because it just seems like a situation where people know what happened people have stayed silent to protect each other and like this is my theory um but it does seem that with increased pressure and national attention i think that someone is going to crack and i, I do, hope that they do i hope so too and i also feel like so much time has passed that whatever power that was over like superseding like someone a feather must have been ruffled somehow somewhere in this the past 16 years with if it was this rich family that like someone would talk i hope yeah like what like yeah i want to know i need to know more backstory i need to know why this kid like i want to know what if this family's involved like why why this kid yeah or were they just I mean, like i think it, yeah i feel like it's just really a racist to, town yeah you're like, talking about the middle of nowhere, town. Kansas. They're a bunch of white people. Call, called cowboys. Yeah, so um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I believe that it was a hate crime. Um, I do as well. Do you, now, think, do you think there's, there's things that, you know, a couple of like, you know, the, the theories that they had were that it was, it was something gone wrong. Like it was like, it was an act, like they accidentally killed him and then they just were trying to like cover it up. Like, do you think it was a purposeful murder? Do you think it was like, they were trying to like, they were fucking with him and maybe they were, they like did something to his net and then were like, oh shit, we accidentally killed him. Like, what do we think about um, that? And this weird freezer theory that I don't there was think a freezer matters. somewhere that he was kept in oh, for the a white, month. The white front freezer, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really think that matters because I think at the end of the day, whatever caused the altercation feels like it was race motivated. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. That's true. But I mean, I definitely, seeking out to murder someone feels a little bit more harsh than being like, thinking that you're just kicking someone's ass and accidentally killing them. Both race motivated they would both suck but i think like i I just with an intention to hurt or an intention to kill i do think is different Mm. do you know what i mean who knows who knows who knows knows? all we know is that he didn't live and that sucks i know (laughs) like i just i wonder what the i want to know what that backstory is there that happened where they did they think that they were just or were they trying to fucking kill him yeah they being whoever it is that did this because i because it's clearly not because we, we all he didn't, can agree. He didn't we don't wander somewhere that he and just die. Ran away. Yeah. He didn't take off his shoes. With no shoes. Go full midsummer. And you know what I mean? Like, there's no. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't like, yeah, he wasn't running, yeah, throwing shoes and hats everywhere uh-huh. and then just running into a creek. Like, Starting a somebody new did something to him. Yeah. I maybe I maybe almost believe that one more. I maybe almost believe that it was a, a racially motivated. They were trying to just like kick his ass and accidentally kill him and then just had to like figure out and then we're like didn't know what to do i i i I, to me it sounds like they wanted to rough him up there was an altercation there 
and the possibility that someone's pissed that he was making out with this chick. I do think that there was violence, but I think that I don't, I think that the death might've been accidental. Mm. But um, then I'm, I'm on an interested thing where I'm like, if you are attacking someone, yeah, it doesn't matter to me hate, what your like, intentions crime, are. It's sort of like you did like done. You, you did it. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it's right like, if they didn't mean to kill him, but I just <laughs> think that I, I, it feels to me like it was an accident. Mm-hmm. Like they meant they were, they were fucking with him, but I feel like it was probably an accidental. I, death. I sort of look at like then accidental deaths in two different ways where it's like, if it's like two friends playing and then God forbid, like they hit someone, that's an unfortunate situation. But if you're just like wanting to leave someone on the verge of death and then they die, that's still, that's more intentional in my mind too. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, no, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's gross. It's absolutely gross. But I like, there's part of me that feels like, Somebody wasn't like, I'm going to kill him. I think it was like, we're going to, I feel like it, it feels like it'd be something that like multiple people would be like, let's go fuck with him or let's go do something stupid to him. And then. Well, that's the hard thing about this series just in general too, because like you just finished the episode of it. You go down a rabbit hole, you just get angry and you get sad. And then you're like, so what now? I hope I I mean. the whole show. It's the whole show. The whole show. Except for the one with, oh my God. I think it was the second or third episode. Oh, the Carol Baskin. Oh, wait, I haven't watched. I haven't watched. I haven't watched. Fine, but it's not really. Fine, cover your ears. Where the guy who, like, sleeps with the woman's ashes. That one is so not a mystery. That, girl, there's there's mysteries in it, but that is. But that's that's not the mystery. Um, That's that's a a wild one. That is a wild one. We have to jump into that one. That would be. That would be an interesting time for sure. But um, mm-hmm. as far as this goes, I I am hopeful and I hope I'm not just being naive, but I'm kind of hopeful that that we're going to get answers. Yeah, that someone will come forward for that money. Um, I mean, if you and, look on Reddit. Because clearly their conscience look- hasn't affected them yet. It's been no, right. 16 years. And also Maybe money reading- will help. I was reading this blog called like cold case Kansas and people in the comments of that blog are like spilling all the beans people on Whoa. Reddit. So I just, if these people are who they say they are and they know what they claim to know, I am hoping uh-huh. slash, uh, thinking that one of them will go to an authority. Yeah. Like how a- powerful is this family that that many people are scared? Like what is like, why are you scared to, That's the thing. It's, to it's powerful, but it's like admit that you know somebody powerful. was murdered? I know. Right? But it's it's like, like, what what, what like, will happen to you if you say well, the thing is, like, that boy was killed? A, yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you live in a small town, I feel like the stakes are, are higher because there's less places to hide. Right. Cause it's like, I if you piss, if you piss someone, off the wrong person, yeah. it can make your life a lot worse. Cause if you piss off someone in like, on the Upper East Side, that's fine with me. I live in Brooklyn. But like, if you piss someone off on like Street A and La Cine, they, and also because there's, there's, there's less power because <laughs> they're the main power of everything. So like they kind of call the shots. It's very succession or it's very, I'm kind of getting like also true blood. I mean, you know, there's a lot. But, that, but again, that's just a theory is popular on Reddit. Um, makes perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. If, so, you guys, if you guys have any theories of your own after watching it or that you saw on Reddit, always put them in the Facebook group, not another true crime group. Join it. I, I love now everyone joins it because they're like, you guys don't shut the fuck up about it. Yeah, it's a uh-huh. fun group. It's a fun yeah. ass group. Hey, and and we're effective in our little we're, plugs. Ben. We're effective. I can't be mad. Yeah. Um, also, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Give us five stars. Any less than that, we don't want it. 
Taylor has five stars on our new album. The least we we are as good as folklore, I would say. You know, give wow. us a- <laughs> that's a that's you're a really building us up. We're building. We also oh. work hard to perfect our craft. Yes. Yes. Bonnie Bear was in this episode, just he was very quiet. He's very shy. I know Bonnie Bear is like five people. They're kind of like something like that. But you know, yeah. they're, being, they're being shy but right But if now. you if you listen really carefully, you can hear. Yeah. Mm. If you heard Casey's food get delivered, that was from Bonnie Bear. <laughs> Wait, I did not hear groceries. Oh, I have like the loudest buzzer in New York City. <laughs> and I didn't know we had like a food delivery coming and it's like, bah, bah, and then I had to go meet him and like take this out. And he started whispering and I was like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's anyway, little, that's our Easter little egg Friday, there. little Friday fun. If yeah. you heard my buzzer three um, times, then uh, wow, an angel okay. gets its wings. Ooh, and be sure to, of course, follow the podcast on Instagram, NATC Pod. You know, that's we're a fun time. We're a fun time all around on yeah. every platform. You can follow yeah. Sarah, Sarah Lamime. Thank you, <laughs> Casey, Case Face with a B. So Case Face yes. B, Case Face B, Case Face B, and I'm Cashmere Danny Cashmere with a K, and that's. Where are your three musketeers? Oh my God, we are. The murder musketeers. <laughs> the three, three murder musketeers. Of crime. Oh boy. Oh boy. No, sorry. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to go, uh, yeah. Bye. I got to go watch the other, I got to go watch the other episodes. Well, yeah, I got to go um, watch episode two. And, and I need to watch the French one. I've heard that one's really Oh, good. apparently the French one is wild. And our producer's yelling at us to wrap yeah. it the fuck yeah, up. So yeah, me yeah, and Sarah yeah. are going to so. build our defense because uh, Casey said that she likes young people in this episode and we got to go. No, I said I don't like Casey, the young we have ones. To go. I get <laughs> older because I, I also grow. I also grow. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. I also grow. Betches.